reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Yeah. 
thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Can you lift your hands and just thank God? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You've done so much for us. You've been so good to 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 us. Father, we thank you. We praise and bless your name in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You may please be seated. Um, I wonder, those at the back, can you hear me well? Is the sound okay? Those at the back. All right. All right. Beautiful. If you can't hear well, you can move to the front. I want us to rise to our feet and pray for fruitfulness in June. Pray. For fruitfulness in June. Fruitfulness in June. Pray. Baba. Rama Zaba. Mana, lifting up of hands. Fruitfulness in June. Fruitfulness, Lord. Nikki, are you going to start the center in June? You have one already. Beautiful. Lift your hands. Fruitfulness in June. Yes, Lord. Fruitfulness in June. Fruitfulness in June. Fruitfulness. Malaba. Rama Zaba. Rama Zaba. Rama fruitfulness in June. Yes. Rama 
In this work, we pray a lot. So be ready to pray. 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 Thank you. Thank you. We pray. We bless you. Yes. We are so happy. We are so blessed. And we are grateful. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may kindly take your seats. So tonight. I just want to share something very short with you, but I am, I want to read Judges chapter 16, and I want you to go with me because I'm going to be jumping. I want to tell you something tonight. It's not really like preaching, but I want to tell you something. Now, some people experience what you are experiencing and they fool with it. They fool with it. So, it came to pass in verse 4 that he loved a woman. In the valley of Sorek. Whose name was Delilah. And the lords of the Philistines came up unto her and said to her. Entice him. Say with me entice him. Entice him. And see wherein his great strength lieth. And by what means we may prevail against him. That we may bind him to afflict him. And we will give thee, every one of us, 1100 pieces of silver. And Delilah said to Samson, tell me, I pray thee, wherein thy great strength lieth, And wherewith thou mightest be bound to afflict thee. Madness. Madness. Can I have verse 6 in New Living Translation, please? So Delilah said to Samson, please, tell me what makes you so strong and what it will take to tie you up securely. 
Very bold question. The message Bible. So Delilah said to Samson, tell me dear, the secret of your great strength and how you can be tied up and humbled. Now, this man, Samson, tonight I'm talking about the call of God. The call of God. Now, something very great is happening to you. I am preaching tonight or talking to you tonight from what it means to be called. Remember last week I did one. To be summoned distinctly. Now, I am on this route because it has become very clear to me that great things can be happening to someone and he's not aware of what's going on. Now, I don't even know how to arrange my thoughts. Something very great is happening to you. If you are in this meeting, it means that God has called you. Yes. Now, anytime God calls you and you treat the call with with um, lightness you bear the consequences but my work today is to tell you that something very great is happening to you something as great as what was happening to Samson Because Samson was a Nazarite and that was also a call. If you care to know, Samson was so powerful that in verse 1, you see this same judges, verse 1. Can I have the King King James, please? In verse 1, Samson went to Gaza and saw a harlot and went in unto her. I don't really know what that means, but I'll explain when I finish my Bible study. He went in unto her. Uh, We don't want other translations. Verse 2 says, listen, it was told the Gazite saying, Samson is come hither. And they compassed him in and laid wait for him all night in the gate of the city. And were quiet all the night, saying, in the morning, in the morning, when the sun shines, when the sun is up, when it is day, we will kill this man. We will kill him. So Samson lay till midnight. And I rose at midnight. Remember, they were going to wait for him in the morning and finish him. So he woke up earlier (laughs) at midnight. Saskatchewan. 
he woke up earlier at midnight and took the doors of the gate of the city and the two posts you know you know normally we say that samson carried the gates of a city but it's not the case he carried the gates and the and the columns you know have you seen the columns that gates are normally uh, hooked to he added the columns of a city that must be even an akazo gate an Aka- he add, i mean carrying an akazo gate alone with the columns and imagine a city and he went away with them it's like someone say oh he took a pen and went away is it like, like oh he took the bag and went away she took the phone and went away whenever god calls you he gives you special abilities special abilities and he put them upon his shoulders sorry i forgot one of the things i didn't read it the gates the columns and the bar there's a bar normally those bars are very heavy very long heavy bar so you cannot force open the gate he just took it away (laughs) i see you taking members away i said i see you carrying them from drinking bars there is no roadside spot in your town that will not know that you are in the town anywhere in your town where sun is being practiced somehow your name will appear in that place they will know that there is a certain woman in town she's like a witch there is a certain man in town he's like a wizard he doesn't understand anything one of these days when you just look at a person's face she'll start crying Now, he took them away. I thought he was taking them to his house. Or to the, to the warehouse. But the Bible says he carried them to the top of a hill. You see, to carry your own body to the top of a hill. You alone. It's a project. It's a World Bank project. Yeah. And to carry the gates... Plus the columns, plus the bar, and climb to the top of a hill. How many of you are aware that no mere human strength cannot achieve this? That is how I know that we will not measure your achievements by your natural strength, by your natural abilities. There must be something supernatural to account for your achievements. And I'm sending you for exploits. I'm sending you to do, I'm not sending you to do things a woman can do. I'm not sending you to do things a university graduate can do. How much can a graduate do? I'm not sending you to do things a man can do. I'm sending you to do things the power of God can do. The anointing of God can do. When you go and you come and say, oh, the people there, they don't like women 
women pastors, it means you are not anointed. Because you are being sent as an anointed, power-laden vessel of God. Now, I'm talking about foolishness. He carried it. Now, this is the man who had such power. But with that power, he was messing around with prostitutes. Like some of you here are messing around with pornography. Some of you here are messing around with girls. Yes. There is, there there must be at least two sisters here who are actively fornicating. At least two. You may be seated, please. Yes. I like your height. There are, there are people sitting here who are actively betting. Betting. I'm telling you. They bet. I say you don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, 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 let's go to verse, verse 6 because it's just, I want to tell you something. So tell me, I want to tie you up. You see, when you are anointed, when you are called, one of the things you need to know is that the enemy will not allow you to just freely express yourself. On Tuesday, I'm preaching about Anakazu and prayer, final parts, part three. It's a blockbuster. Tuesday. It will be, it will be interesting here. Yeah. Yeah. So, verse seven. Next verse. Samson said to her, If they bind me with seven green widths that were never dried, then I shall be weak and be as another man. You see, Samson knew that the power, the woman was asking him for the source of his power. Now, Samson knew that the power was in his hair. But he said to the woman that, go and find some um, green like this uh, creepers and tie me. I am, my power is allergic to creepers. But he was lying to her. But the truth also is that he thought he could lie to her forever. He thought he could continue being in a certain... So I'm talking about the call. If you remember Edna, was it last week? Yeah. When you are called... We learned here that you are summoned distinctly. It leads to a change in your lifestyle. But certain people want to have the call plus their old life. 
and there is a certain period during which you are still able to combine ministry with betting ministry with whatever uh, fornication ministry with pornography ministry with certain friendships it, it, they work together but it will be for a period because the word of god is true that light and darkness cannot be together so he said tie me we'll come back to this verse at a point verse 8 let's move to verse 8 the laws of the Philistines brought up to her servant with verse so he was bound verse 9 now there were men lying in wait so the they came to try to kill him and he fought them off. They didn't succeed. Verse 10. And Delilah said, Behold, you have mocked me. You've told me lies. Now tell me, please, please, where, where's your strength? Talk to me, baby. And verse 11, he said, Bind me with new ropes. That were never occupied, then I'll be weak and be as another man. So they took ropes, bound him. The people were there, and when they came, he beat them with their ropes. Now I'm coming. I'm. I'm I just. This is. These are preliminary comments. Then he said. Samson, thou hast mocked me. You're mocking me. Tell me lies. Tell me. Where thou must be bound? So if you weave the seven locks of my head. Say it's coming close. Say it's coming close. Say closer and closer. Yeah, be very careful. I'm saying to you that when you are here, and you are meddling with things, thinking that you can combine the two, you, 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 you will get to know soon that evil will be overtaking you. You see, they were coming close. First, it was some creepers in the forest. Then they came to ropes in the compound. Then they came to now braid my hair. You can imagine what the next one, what is going to be. So she fastened it with pin, with a pin, and said to the Philistines, "Come." And he awaked out of his sleep, and went away with the pin of the beam and with the web. I mean, the guy was just macho. Now I want you to know that you must never see yourself as a macho man. Don't think that you can coexist with sin, godlessness. And continue to be anointed and used by God. 15. 
How can you say I love thee when thine heart is not with me? Thou hast mocked me these three times. Samson, thou hast mocked me. You mocked me. You mocked me. You mocked me. It came to pass when she pressed him daily. Say pressing. You see, if you don't press, the enemy will press. The Bible says from the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom is priests. And everyone is pressing. Sugar mummies are pressing. Sugar daddies are pressing. Side chicks are pressing. Boyfriends are pressing. You, you, you see, one of the reasons why anakazo must be in your life is that if you don't practice anakazo, anakazo will actually be done, will be practiced on you. I know reverends who today are called Mr. And I canceled out. But we'll get there. Don't, don't be too agitated. Tuesday, try and come around. Every, yes, Luke 16, 16. Every man press it. But we'll come there on Tuesday. These are preliminary comments. I just want to tell you something. So let's go to Georges. Georges. And then she pressed him daily with her words. And urged him so that his soul was vexed unto death. Then, he told her all his heart. Now, now, by the way, for Samson to have been in the same room with Delilah, it means that he, Delilah had part of his heart. But even if it is 2%, it will grow to 100%. Small, small. Today here, tomorrow there, tomorrow there, tomorrow there. There are some of you, you see, why am I reading this? I'm saying to you that when you are called, which you are, many years ago, I don't know why it's, it's not written anymore at the um, Burma camp, somewhere in Burma camp. No, Tashi. Tashi, the firing range. Opposite, what is there? Not the Kofi Annan place. Oh. There's a something, another soldier something there. No, the shooting place, if you are going to Nungwa, it's on the right. The shooting place on the right. On the left, Kofi Annan peacekeeping. But there's another soldier something. Military. It's a field engineer's barracks. Oh, uh, oh sorry, she's here. Please, we've got a, an army general here, senior officer of the Ghana Armed Forces. Yeah, what is, is Kofi Annan? The, the, the shooting range is on the right. Uh-huh. On the right, if you are going to Nungwa. But the left, where Kofianan's things is, but there's something military there. He said, said field officers. Southern Command. Beautiful. The general is speaking. Southern Command. Ghana Military Academy. Forty-eight engineers. That's a general there. General of the Ghana Armed Forces. Are you envious? A general, but there used to be a writing at the gate many years ago, about 20 years ago. I, I don't see it now. The, the, the inscription was Abandon all hopes of normal living, all ye that enter through these gates. I read it about 20 years ago, it stuck. <laughs> Abandon all hopes of that's why I saw how, how, how do I know that. 
But it was also at that place. At the, I, I saw it because I used to go to Nungwa for some operations. <laughs> this one is where at the military academy. Where is it? Where's the military academy? Where is it? At the same place? Uh-huh, because I have never gone in before. It means that sign was at the gate by the roads. I've never, I mean, I'm, I'm not like you. I, I don't like soldier. I even wonder why somebody will go, become a soldier. <laughs> so it means that that sign was at the gate. You, you can find out. Yeah. I saw, oh, no, no, 20 years, is, about 25 years ago. Yes. It said, abandon all hopes of normal living. All ye, they would they wrote ye, all ye that enter through these gates. <laughs> Abandon all hopes of what? Normal living. Magada Baba. Shaba. Because when you become a military officer, you are no more living a normal life. Anybody here who wants to continue to be a shepherd and live a normal life has not understood. I also say to you, abandon all hopes of normal living. All ye who enter the gates of the center training, a leader's training school. Abandon it. When all men, all women are marrying tall, handsome, husky, voice hunks. A hunk with five five. You can't marry that because your judgments are different. Your your analysis, what how you will live your life is no more normal. Yes. You can't be here and like you you like slay queens. We are doing ministry. <laughs> ministry. We don't do sleepings. You know, some of you sitting here have not understood what is happening to you. That's why one of the uh, topics I'm going to treat, as I told you, is the limitations of the call. But before that, I owe it to you to explain to you that you have been called by God. And if you don't know you've been called by God and you, you, you try to live like your classmates or your neighbors or your old, like your old friends, your friends you have, you will not believe it that the call will be taken from you. And it begins with something that looks distant, playing around. A little here, a little there. But with time, you see that the enemy will be drawing closer and closer. And before you know it, you are not just braiding the hair, but you are now telling, he said he told her all his heart. If you are here and you have some weaknesses, report to your GSO and let us help you to solve them. Because the ministry, the call of God, is not compatible with normal life.
There's something like normal life. I'm not living a, a normal life. There are people today who see me as mentally unsound. There are people today. They believe that something went wrong at a point. And I've not recovered from it. That is why Samson told him, go to verse 7. Now It's now time for me to make that comment. He said, tie me with seven green weights that were never dried. Then I shall be weak. I shall be weak. I shall be weak. And be as another man. Go to verse 9. Verse 10. Verse 11. If they bind me fast with new ropes that never were occupied, then I shall be weak and be as another man. Ladies and gentlemen, the ministry God has given you is your source of strength to live a normal life. The the life that is in his will. The strength to live for God comes from the call. If you play with the call, you will drop to become an ordinary man, like another man, and every other man, every other man, any man who is not called is weak. Anybody God has not pointed his scepter to and called him is weak. We are weak. That song, that song says, I am weak. But thou art mighty. I'm weak. We are weak. We are weak. This ministry is what introduces a little strength into your life. Not just ministry life. Academic, social, marital, whatever, family. This is the source of your strength. Why is that, gentlemen? I mean, this is the beginning of the work God wants to do in your life. Yes. He wants to change you. A day will come. You see, you look very timid, very, you know, very timid. I can't find it anywhere. A day will come. You'll be speaking boldly like I'm speaking now. Preaching and leading. You are going here. No, no, we are, no, 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 not there. It's there. Yes, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And when the demons come, they come to meet a man who is strong. Because your cousins were not strong. That is why the demons in the family were able to overrun them. Your auntie wasn't strong. Your brother, your big brother wasn't strong. And they want to try it on you. But when they come and they meet the ministry, they come and meet you in your room fasting and praying, calling members, calling sheep, gathering your souls. They see that, no, this guy is a different guy. Jesus, help me. The call... It's a call to move away from ordinariness and weakness. The 
ministry, it strengthens you. To be a shepherd, a lady pastor, it does something. I don't know, but I, I can't even explain what it is, but it makes you strong. It makes you strong. It makes you strong. I was telling them this morning, one of the shortest words in the English vocabulary is no. N-O. But it's the most difficult word to pronounce. It's the most difficult word. People can pronounce tentinabulation and cannot say no. The world, America, there's like how we have the pandemic now. America, the real pandemic in America is not COVID. The real pandemic, the uh, epidemic, we, we, we use pandemic, and also people shouldn't say global pandemic. It's not, it's, it is tautology. There's not a global pandemic. When you say pandemic, it means it's global. So to say global pandemic means you are going to mass. You are teaching that. It, the real epidemic in America is drug opioid abuse. They are dying like rats every day. I forget the, the, the figures. They can't say no. The average young man cannot say no to a girl. The average young man with a tablet cannot say no to pornography. How can you say no? With glassy skins having sex. Making noises. I mean, you can watch it for 22 hours and, and, and feel okay. How can you say no? You must have another source of strength to go beyond pornography website to go to dagwardmailsvideos.org.com. Most, if not I said most, all men are weak. Weak to take decisions. They can't take decisions. They don't know what is good for themselves. Somehow, there's something that happens to a man when he's near God. He's strong. He has audacity. Anyone in this room who will dare to take God seriously will be different from your family members after just five years. Yes. Yes. Those of you who are training shepherds, now, right now, there's no difference between you and your cousins and your brothers. But I give you five years, you will separate yourself like oil separates itself from water. Kabaya kataba. When God calls you, it's a call to empowerment and strength. He changes your life. When you walk with God and you follow his call and you obey his call, I tell you, the only place you say you had classmates was when you were in school. After school, there can be no classmates. There's no classmates. There can be no classmates. And I'm going to come there. I I don't know one of these days I'll come to that point very important point that Peter brought up. Do not not fool around. Obey the call properly. 
And it is a call. It's a call. Leave that place. God knows that where you are can only make you weak. I'll take it again. God knows that where you are is a place of weakness. God knows that the place you are is a place of indignity, disgrace, and, 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 and shame and shame. Shame and what? Shame. So when he calls you, it's a call to make your life beautiful. It's a call to make your life great. That is why Peter said, you are a chosen generation, yes, but a royal, 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 royalty is in the call. Don't cheapen yourself and go back. And be a commoner. I have the opportunity to chase money. I had it. I have it. In the ministry, we can chase money. I can arrange myself in a certain way. You won't see me often. You only see me on Facebook preaching in places. Don't sell yourself. Obey the call and remove. Don't just come out of your friends. Come out of habits. But I'm, 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 I feel the anointing right now on me to tell you that and I'm hearing it in my ear that a lot of the habits and the problems and the things that that bedevil the, the believer are all in your life because of the friends you are with. If you can change, if you can relocate yourself from some friendship, certain people shouldn't be in your life now. You are called. Remove the delilahs from you. And there are some delilahs even in the church. Come out. God wants to make you strong. And he knew it. Because a few verses earlier, he had carried the gates of a city with the columns and the bar and climbed a hill with it. I mean, that's not normal. So he knew that the day he drops this call, he will be weak. Those of you who have been doing this ministry for some two years, three years, four years, you may not know what the ministry has contributed to your life as it is now. That you may not even be happy with it. But, but for the ministry, some of you would have died, would have gone out of your mind. Some of you would have become totally useless as it is now, Paul, right? Even as it is now. That's why tonight I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Because certain people, you see, and when he finished fooling, you see, the sad part of it, go down to verse 20. When he finished fooling, oh, there's no verse 20. Yes. Yes. Um, verse 20. And she said, the Philistines be upon thee. You know, please go back to verse 19. This is verse 19. Now we have landed. Now we are using razor and scissors on the hair. That's verse 18. But verse 19 also you can see. She made him sleep upon her knees. Madu Gaza. Hey. Shepherd. Pastor. Reverend. What is your head doing on a woman's knees? Reverend. 
But there are some of you here who do that. But you are nodding your head as if, yes, tell them. I'm not telling them. I'm telling you. And I'm saying that you can't fool with the knees and the laps. You can't put your head on a woman's thighs and think that you'll be normal. Madigo basa pahanda. Oh, don't go there. Don't go there. Don't put your head there. See, once you put your head there, you will lose every logic, every sense. You will lose every means of analysis. How can you think? You know, the women don't understand the message I'm preaching. Yeah, they don't know that. They don't understand. They know. Uh, I'm sorry if you're a woman, you're touching your th- about what is special about tight. What is here? Yeah, but here is our paradise. Mazatu Makatala Baba. Ramasata. Tagasa, hey, yeah, oh. by which we want sex pack. Yeah, if I see sex pack, I'm done. We sex pack. We, we can give a man doesn't need sex pack. Even I, I don't want to say some things because we are, we are, I can see a cross behind me. <laughs> but it's a Samson on Delilah's laps. Every woman also has her own Delilah. Like every man has his Delilah. Don't go near certain things. Don't go near. Don't enjoy pornography. Allow, allow your soul to be disturbed when you watch something you shouldn't watch. Why? Why? Every man is watching. But you are not every man. You are a called Samson, anointed of God, and empowered for amazing exploits. The work you are doing, mere men can do it. What I'm doing, ordinary men cannot do it. Ordinary men can do it. Any ordinary man who tries to do the work I'm doing? Well, 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 have adorance he has not planned. This is not a work. A, a, a man who stands here as an ordinary man will destroy himself. Because in this office, you don't chase girls. They chase you. And beg you. So those of you with very bizarre appetites, remove them from your mouth and concentrate on the call. You have been strengthened. Don't meddle with things. Focus. Don't do the center. Don't be a GSO. As an ordinary man. Three, four days ago, I watched a movie, a proper movie, titled Mali. A movie. The title is Mali. Like Bob Mali. And it was a movie about Bob Mali. Packing stadiums all over the world. But by the time Bob Marley was dying at age 36. At age what? He had 11 children with 7 wives. 30 what? 
36. Because it is not easy to keep standing when women throw themselves at you. Don't lose the call. He lost the call. He said that she made him sleep upon her knees and she for a man and she caused him to shave off the seven locks of his head. The seven centers was sh- were shaved off. The seven basentes were shaved off. The seven members in the center. Yeah, your, your, your unrighteousness can shave off the seven basentes. Anybody here who keeps losing members, there's some sun in your life. Shaved of the seven locks of his head. Shaved of the seven basentes. And she began to afflict him. And his strength went from him. Verse 20. That was the verse I was reading. And she said, the Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as at other times. And shake myself. Bible says, and he wist not. This is old King James. He wished not that the Lord was departed from him. Don't let the Lord depart from him, from you. When God calls you and you respond to the call, it means you've come near God. Don't let him depart from you. I'm saying that all of us here, let me tell you this, I've not told anybody for all the 30 years I've been pastoring. All of you here, from now, the evil you used to chase will now be chasing you. And chasing you looking legitimate. Looking appropriate. Don't fall for it. It may not just be girls. Some of you, working, you used to work in some places. You steal money. You just cut corners and take some little here, little there. Now, even your boss himself will call you and say, a deal has come. Let's just do it. The, I said some time ago, you used to now take the money behind your boss's back, put it in a bag. This is what I'm saying. But this time, it's your boss himself who will call you open invitation. He is the one who will say that, you know, somewhere, let, let's sit down. Something has come. Let's, and you must have the, the, the strength to say no. No. Some of you girls, the boys and the men you dream about will now come to visit your mother. And your mother will say, oh, why won't you go and spend the weekend with Uncle Ben? I said, get ready. From now on, you, you, rarely will you buy units to watch pornography. From now on, somehow, your life will be arranged in such a way that you have access to free Wi-Fi. 
I said, the things you used to chase will now be what? Chasing you. And why? Because the world, remember, I will build my church and the gates of, I taught you already that. When you hear building of the church, the next thing that should occur to you shouldn't be souls. Shouldn't be anointing. Shouldn't be the power of God. When you hear the building of the church, the next thing that should occur to you is what? The gates of hell. There are demons positioned to ensure that this call of God thing, this ministry thing, is not coming on. And how will it be? If you used to chase girls, now you can't chase the girl. They will be chasing you. And you will come and share your testimony. Bishop, you are right. We are having a center service and the members were not coming. And I was praying and praying and praying. When I opened my eyes, a girl had come to sit in front of me. She had opened her legs. She wasn't wearing panties. I was alone with her. Bishop, I have never seen it before. Normally, I am the one chasing, I used to be the one chasing the girls and so on. I can't believe that a girl will do this. And when she was sitting there, she said, how are you? (laughs) Can you lift your hands and pray against devils, against sin, against things that are evil? Some of you, yours will not be, will not be fornication. Yours will be offenses and hurts. Pray. Mati Kasakpa. Otherwise, otherwise you're not interested. If you are truly interested in this ministry, don't be here and be meddling. Don't be fooling with things. I'm saying that at this age, at this level, it is only scholarships we are going to have. You don't chase sin at this level. Anybody who chases sin at this level is not anointed. You are so low in the anointing. At this stage, it comes for you. You'll be wearing your wedding ring with diamonds and with, with uh, your, your engagement ring. You will sit in front of a man. You will say, oh, I'm going to give you the contract, but can you meet me in the hotel? Can you lift your hands and pray? Look, I'm talking about young men, young girls, anything. We, see, right now, you must abandon all hopes of normal living. Lift your hands and pray. Ima zima maya gababa ramas kabata baba ramas tabaka rababa ba 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 pray I want to hear you praying pray. Katala kabosha rama. Listen, listen, we are praying for the strength to throw away any source of evil in our lives. Yes, you can clap your hands. We are going home to do house cleaning. Remove human beings, remove objects, remove things, remove that, remove, remove clothes, movies. Remove 
websites, music. That's me. Some of you here, you are into serious unbeliever music, worldly music. I've never preached this message before. Never. Because to me, ministry was just teaching you. By this time in this school, this is our third week, we shall have been talking about how to uh, uh, witness. Give you prayer topics, Psalm 2 verse 8. Let's, let's pray. But I now realize that. People don't understand that they are called. If you understand that you are called, you will look for money you have never handled before to buy an iPad. Look, I understand the call of God so much that there is nothing I'm not prepared to spend money on. Whether it's a car, a house. Look, I can't, I can't, tell you things. Look, lift your hands and ask the Lord to to reveal to you what the call means. Yeah. I think think that's the prayer you must pray. You see, if you understand the call, nobody will convince you to spend money. Yes. Money you have not used before on yourself or on things around you so that the call will be maximized. Lift your hands and pray. Bakasa. Rimamos kapatima. Zama kabadu ni makata. Ramama. As for revelation, I can't hear you. I want you to hear your voice praying. Revelation. Open my eyes to understand this call. To understand that it's now no more normal. There's nothing normal anymore. I'm not a normal member of my family. I'm not a normal classmate. I'm not a normal student. I'm not a normal worker. There's nothing normal unless you want to go back. You can't be here and expect to live a normal life. Lift your hands and open your mouth and pray. If we had prayed such prayers two years ago, our church would be 10,000 by now. We'll have to be begging people to wait for the next, for the next uh, 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 recruitment. People will be forcing us that if you don't make me a shepherd, I'm leaving the church. If we had prayed these prayers two years ago, but when you don't pray such prayers, 
you only give birth to shepherds who can only gather five. Seven, they are tired. A little offense they have left. Because they are, they are, they are combining, like Samson, combining ministry with sin. Sin. Understanding the call. Understanding the call. Understanding the call. Lift your hands and pray for some seconds. Every hand lifted. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Understanding the call. If I can, if I'm successful, If I can get you to understand the call, I don't need to even teach you again. I don't know what, I don't know. I don't want to say something to confuse you. When you understand who you are, nobody tells you to go for this, to go here, to listen to this, to do this. Nobody tells you. Very little, very, very little of the life I live comes from external impositions. The engines are in me. I'm now very sensitive to seeing people doing things that they don't own. We've done ministry, raised pastors in hundreds, if not thousands, teaching them to witness how, how to pray, how to do this. Just, just academic exercises. Because when you understand the call, it does something to your inside. It, something happens to you. No one told me to stay in Ghana. It was from inside. Nobody told me to say that. 
like I had a meeting. Rather, I had a meeting with Bishop to announce to him that I'm no more traveling abroad. Everything was happening to, to take me abroad. He was surprised. He said, he said you're not going anymore. I said, I'm here. Nobody. All the no decisions I've taken were not in positions. When you understand you are called, no one tells you what to do. In a certain sense. But there are some of you, I must buy a Bible for you before you read your Bible. But we know here, and I asked a center leader, that I said, you look like somebody who doesn't read his Bible. I thought I was just saying something for people to laugh. He said, yes, but he, and he opened his palms to me. So I, I can't find my Bible. That just has been stolen. Were you here in the meeting? When you know you are called, no one tells you to pray. It's, it's one of the most beautiful things to watch is somebody who understands the call. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. You rather have to call him and advise him to try and finish school. Concentrate on the marriage. Think about your wife. Because he's going. I prefer to tell someone to concentrate on your wife, on his wife, than to tell you to concentrate on prayer. <laughs> Somebody came to my house, it was it two days ago or so? Some three days ago. It was now the following morning. I heard some music coming from the room. I said, What's going on? So I, 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 am, I am praying. The whole day. So ah, why? I said, I don't feel like going anywhere. I'm just praying. I could have also called me and said, you know, now that you have come home, be, try and spend some time to wait on God. Like I say to some of you. I don't know. I don't know. Are you understanding what I'm saying? I have to tell you to her. Read your Bible every day. When you understand the call, you yourself will know. Um, you will know that, no, no. I have read a, this word, waste. I don't know what it is. I must find another translation. And when you look around you, there's no translation. So you Google. Google. Or you ask your friend. And when your friend gives you his new King James or his living Bible, you realize, ah, waste means what? No. No, no, no. Then I must buy another Bible. These are not impositions from without. You yourself know that if I continue reading this King James Bible, I'll quit like a man. No, 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 some of you are reading Bible. You don't even know what translation you are reading. If I ask you now, what, what translation do you, you... You will now begin to look at the place where the pictures are. When you understand the call, nobody will tell you that, you know something, now you must pray. You must pray. Nobody, nobody told me to 
go deeper into prayer. I knew that this is the season. And already I'm hearing amazing testimonies about how prayer is changing the, the, the landscape of ministry in the church. What wasn't working before is now so automatic that it's unbelievable. If you understand that you are called, you will secure a tablet, buy Bibles before you think of buying a wig or buying certain shoes. It's because the call of God is not on your heart. That's why you spend money on every and anything before it will occur to you that there is something called ministry. I have to make flyers before you listen to podcasts. So, listening to podcasts has also become like a movie with posters. We must organize hearing campaign for you to listen or then you're not called. My problem is, which one do I listen? So, I sit back. I realize that, no, my spirit wants this. So, sometimes, no. I don't want to listen to any message. I want music. And I have it. Some of you, if you say, I want music, there'll be nothing. I mean, I mean, I mean, you have no music. You have no, you don't have any collection of music you use to pray or you listen to. You don't have it. One wife came to me today. She showed me a phone. 512 gigabytes. A phone. So, so what, what did you get? So, my husband bought it. He, he asked me what I wanted. said, I wanted this. But before that, she had been buying wigs. The man has been buying wigs and shoes. You should see the shoes she's standing on. She's a, she's a, 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 a plumber. When you understand it, that you are called, and somebody abroad asks you what he or she must get for you. You will know what to ask for. Automatically. What it means to be called. Number one. To be called is to be summoned distinctly. Get last week's message. I will not fall to the temptation of repeating myself. I'm being tempted. Number two. What it means to be called. Receiving special mercy. Mercy. Ah, but if I'm standing here and I see that a viper is coming towards you, it's going to destroy you. And I say, come. Because you see, if I say, a snake! You, you, you can even run towards the snake. Hey, look at the snake! Like if I say, there's a snake! So all I'll say is that, I, I, I can see it coming. I can see it coming. If I see the snake coming, all I'll say is, 
Mary, come. Come. That's all. She thinks she's coming to do what? What? Some of you, God doesn't need you for anything. He just saw evil coming where you were and he has called you into a church to come and be a shepherd. Ah, But when we say we are building a church, some of you don't even look mentally normal. When we look at you, we have to assess you, your, your mental state. Ah, we are building a church of 25,000. What are we doing with your persistent five and four members? The reason why God called you is that he could see death coming. And he, so he removed you from the path of death. That is your mercy. Your mercy. Or you don't know that in your family the women don't marry for more than three years. And that some of you have got big sisters who cannot marry. I know a particular family. There's no properly married woman in the family. The only one I know who is married is, uh, is, is, is packing her things to come home. So when God calls you, he's calling you from a certain life. It is your mercy. Your call is your mercy. The mercy God shows you is to call you. Because he can see that something is heading for you. Me, in my family, the person I look like, he was smoking Indian hemp till he died. So, yes. And when, when I was 13 years old, I was smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. 13 is a pack of cigarettes. Therefore, 50. I mean, I must be smoking wood. Wood. Not weed. Wood. So when at 16, God called me, he wasn't calling me to do anything for him. It was his mercy he had shown me to call me to come out of that life. Abba. I feel the presence in a very stupendous way. Don't think you are coming to do anything. You are a mother of children. Sometimes when you're in the kitchen and your little daughters come to help you to cook and they are cutting tomatoes, messing up the floor with oil, destroying the precious things you've gone to buy from Malata Market. Do you know Malata Market? You know there? Hey, I'm not the only one who doesn't know Malata. She thinks she's helping you. Your son, this little two-year-old boy, daddy is working. He comes in his, in his uh, 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 what's the name of that thing called? Pampers. Not diapers. Pampers. Go to, go, go, go to America and leave us here. What is diapers? Where have you heard diapers in this country? Here we say pampers. Yes. Like in Ghana, we don't say, I'm going to buy for Every station is shell-filling station. <laughs> Every beverage is tea, Milo tea. It's going to die, please. It's die, please. Kumase Akramol. Kumase Akramol. He is wearing his is it diapers? He's wearing his diapers. 
Please, you go and sit at the back there. Don't bring it. Make me feel like I'm some local boy. He's, 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 he's in your way. He's, he, he's moving things in a wrong way. Some of you, the problems you are going to bring me, it would have been better if you were not a shepherd. Already, I'm not, already, I'm buying phones for people. Without you, that money, I could have used it to eat kebab and I need to have a pot belly. I can't get it. I don't know how to get it. The money I must use to eat well, I'm buying phones for you. There is nothing you are bringing here. God has just, some of you, you look like prostitutes. And most of the time, when you look like one, it means you will be like one. Say mercy. Yes, mercy. Mercy. He shows you, some of you, where you are in life, no one respects you. I mean, in your family, who respects you? Who? They talk to you anyhow. When they are having a meeting, whether you are there, or if I was, when you are there, they say, wait outside. <laughs> yeah, there's no contribution you are making. You don't contribute money. You don't have sense to contribute. There's nothing you have. No, let's, let's, let's say it clearly. They will ask, can you please wait outside? We are in, human beings are discussing. And so you, you have no sense of wealth. But you become a shepherd and suddenly you can call people. Let's meet. Sit down. Uh, uh, go and bring this. We are going to Mampong. And people obey you. Your birthday, they make a cake for you to cut. I cut the cake of a 47 year old man. He said, this is the first time I've cut a cake. So a call, it's not, no, it's not that God needs you to do it. It's just his mercy he has shown you so that you don't end up like your father. Second Corinthians 4. Verse 1. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, I was sacking a lady. I said, She told me. He said, I was I reverend. I was bishop. He said, Bishop, I won't go. <laughs> Nobody had told me that before. I said, What do you mean? <laughs> he said, I've told you my life. How do you think I'm normal? The things I've told you, the women who experience what I've t- experienced in marriage, they're in the mental hospital. It is this work that is keeping me. You want to sack me to be mad? I won't go. Or rather, I won't, I'll, I'll work in your office. Is where I want to. <laughs> yes. But, but you may not know. Some of you, this, this work you are doing is what gives you a semblance of normalcy. Many of you, not many, some of you would have gone mad, literally mental by now. It is this work that keeps you. It is God's mercy. Don't abandon it. It's his mercy. 
I mean, if you are a man with two testicles, you should know yourself by now that normally by this time, even if you are married, at least some three women you are you are skirmishing around there. But I mean, that, that, that is the minimum. I mean, here and there, here and there. I mean, here you can you know it. You know, be be real, be real. Let's say, let's say, let's say it well. You know, but but when you want to touch her, you remember the call of God. So the call of God is the mercy. Mercy on you so that you don't have at this age outdoorings. Some of you, but for the ministry, at a certain age, you'd have been giving birth to your grandchildren yourself. You won't wait for your children to give birth. You yourself, you are joining your children. As your, as your daughter-in-law is pregnant, your girl is also pregnant. Impregnator in general. In chief, I should say. Impregnator in chief. You know, many of you don't know, especially those of you who... I hear you are married. You may not know that the ministry is maybe the reason why you are married. Yeah. It is in this fraternity that as we are praying, somebody looked at you and said, mm, this is a girl. Makatala baba yanda la baba, erianda la baba yanda, erianda la baba, inde kapasata la baba, inde Then the guy's eyes are on you. Then, 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 then when the prayer was stopped, for the next prayer topic, you move to the area. Then shall we pray? And when you got near her, you just dropped your, your handkerchief on the floor. And, and, and you watched it. As she was bending to take it, say, Aha! This is the one. He's a good girl. A girl who can see a handkerchief and pick it for you. Humble. She's humble. No, no. Some of you, one day in this church, you'll be married. I can tell you in English that you'll be married. But remember that you could have lived for 60 years and never married. There are many, many, many women, I mean, uh, in ministry. It's in the ministry they meet their men. Oh? Were you not a shepherd when you met, when you met William? Why did you meet him? You are projecting. Yeah. She was, she's our projector in chief. The original person projecting for me. But somebody impregnated her and I said, you can't, I don't like a stomach pushing the laptop away. <laughs> I don't want to attention. Mercy. Some of you should be in jail. Yes, the ministry is what makes you read your Bible, and reading your Bible makes you a normal person. That's why you are not there. The ministry is your mercy. Seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not. That is, when it comes to the ministry, that is why we have energy. In school, there's no energy. At work, there's no energy. But in the church, when there's preaching or outreach, our self comes.
of you physically look like arm robbers? Physically, you look like an arm robber. And it, I said, when you look like one, you are likely to be one. Very, very high. Just like your kind of, even minis, you can look at you. Even in the minis, you see, see how you are looking. <laughs> if you, I mean, this is where the anointing is. So, after being anointed, look at you. Can you imagine no ministry? <laughs> I shouldn't say it. I should say it. I'll say it. So, so we don't, you don't allow anyone to mess with you about that ministry. When something is coming your way, that is coming to remove you, that this sinner, if I allow it, if I yield to it, I'll be removed from the ministry. You don't allow it. One of the people who regretted greatly for a mistake he made was Samson in the Bible. When he looked at people, he could have just licked, licked them to death. They are rather slapping him because he has no eyes. So what have I done? What have I done? What have I done? If he had known, he would not. And the Bible says it. In, in verse, verse uh, 16, is it, is it verse 2 or so? Uh, verse 1. He, he, he liked a prostitute. That, that's, that, that's the language the Bible uses. Verse 2, let me see verse 2. Yes. He saw a harlot. The word harlot, the word harlot is prostitute. See, but if he had known that this is the end, so some of you, eh, if I remove you from this ministry, you, will be, you, you are done for. But you see, what should disturb you is when God removes you from the ministry. So when I wake up and I'm praying, I, I, am, I am guarding it. I'm guarding my ministry. Because when something is very important, what do you do? You guard it. That's why Numbers 18.7 in the English Standard Version, he said, guard it, guard it. Guard it like you guard, you guard, you guard diamonds. Guard it. He said, you shall serve. Can I have the ESV? Do you have the ESV there? ESV. Okay, remove it from the page, from the screen, if you don't have the ears. Guard it. The ministry must be protected. Protect means that you must, you must, you must not allow it to be stolen from you. Yes. Don't allow some, a girl with her breasts to come and collect your call from you. I didn't know these things, though. But 27 years ago, when I was in my tech, I was preaching. I said, you can take my certificate. I didn't know what I was saying. I said, but leave the pulpit for me. 
It's later I could come to see such verses. But I knew it. That the ministry was more important for my life than being a medical doctor. But some of you, even to <laughs> ideal college, ideal college, we can't find you in the church. Oh, I should say it again. I'll say it again. So some of you, ideal college, you are doing, some of us have done medical school. Are you sleeping? It's tired. It's tired. It's tired. It's not can be bothered. They taller. Ideal college, we can't find you. I mean, you will give up the ministry for a shilling. Small extra classes, we can't find you. Any overtime, we can't find you. Conference, once the conference has come, whether it is Togo or Burkina Faso, you are going. They beg, they beg. Some of you, you are here, you are begging for, 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 for crumbs with your colleagues in the office. He said, guard your priesthood. He said, you and your sons with you shall guard the priesthood. Not the priesthood, your priesthood. And how do you guard it? You guard it. You see, when you don't understand something, you are careless with it. Yes, that's how a baby can put a finger into a socket. She takes a knife. You know, everything they put. What is that face where they put things in their mouth? Oral face. Everything is in their mouth. Saliva everywhere. She takes electrical wires in their mouth. Because the baby doesn't understand. But you understand. That's why I'm helping you to understand that. This thing, if you play with it, you will be ordinary. If you play with it and you lose it, you will be ordinary. It is the Bible that helps us to see how it is possible for something to be ordinary. But if we had not seen the Bible, nobody would have believed that a man like Samson can be weak one day. A man who can carry the gates of a city with the columns and a bar. The bar that is used to shut the gate. He adds the bar to the columns and the gate and he climbs to the the top of a hill. When in this life will such a man be weak? When in this life will such a man be at the mercy of his enemies? It can never happen. Never happen. That's why when Lucifer fell, one of the things he was asked, have you become like one of us? Because there are some men in their greatness, you can't believe it. Such a man, one day will not have any power. I mean, when uh, ex-president Rollins was in this country and people were caught, somebody said, you must apply to be a member of NDC. We who have seen 79 revolution couldn't believe it. That is this the man who has become ordinary? 
Those you can't. You can't. One o'clock news. Ghana is quiet. Because who is going to be asked to report? MD of Gihok, MD of this, MD of this. Report to the, the nearest police station. They didn't say come to Arakanbara. The nearest. And is this the man that today people are talking about anyhow? Wow! This is your mercy. This is your mercy. This is your mercy. You are not different from the girls who are standing at Banku Junction. Atamuda. Where is it? East Legon, Atemuda. So they have already taken their lead to judgment day. <laughs> no, some of you with cars drive there sometimes. You see women just like you standing there. Just like you standing there. The legs is not like your own that one has turned left to. One has turned left. The, the legs are straight, normal. They are standing at Atemuda. Atemuda. Grace and mercy. So all of Paul's letters, he always begins with grace and mercy. Grace and mercy. Read it, read it. Title, Philippians, Ephesians, grace and mercy. Grace and mercy. Grace and mercy. Because to him, the ministry is not that we are here to preach. We have run away from something. Habba. Why are you not a rapper? Why are you not a rapper? Ah! You have not even been appointed a pastor. They call you reverend. A rapper. Overseas, how many members? Sorry. 70 people. A rapper. So when I see this man going on outreach, fighting, bussing, you see that he's protecting the call. Because he, he, he doesn't want to do anything. You see the, the, that bishop will go to who doesn't understand anything. It's like he doesn't understand anything. He, he doesn't understand anything. There's nothing you will say that he understands. <laughs> so he's fighting to protect the call. Because he knows that if he loses the call, He's into rapping. He, from, the, from the church, he's going to the studio. And now they don't buy music. <laughs> Lift your hands and thank God for the mercy he has shown you. Ah, some of you should be in jail, not Yale. Some of you should be in jail by now. In jail. Some of you should be, should be divorced. Some of you should be in mental institutions. Mental. Some of you should be dead but can you lift your hands and pray and thank you lift your hand by this time you i don't know where you'll be there are girls like you they invest on drugs do you know some of them i can take you the ministry preserves you is the mercy of god
There's a pastor here. When his brother was traveling, he left him a suitcase full of condoms. 19 year old boy. One suitcase, not shoes or clothes, condoms. I use all of them. What can a man do? Madimo Saba. It's the mercy of God. It's the mercy of God. It's the mercy of God. Lift your hands and pray. Palaba. Lamianda. Mandia. 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 But for, but for the ministry. Haba. Makata Baba. Some of you, the confusion that would have been in your house. Ha. Managing your personal problem, sorting out your children, uh, uh, seeing to your husband's things. But today, the peace of God by His mercy. Adamaga, Samaga, Dababaga, Labadima, Sundinima, Magadimasa, Rama, Mama, 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 Mama. Ima dema lebala baba taba ramama zande kaba ramama zima maya baba laba baba baba sata ramama mama 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 maya ndala baba pray 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 Jesus mercy. Look, look, look. Please sit down. Eh? I, I was, uh, let me share my quiet time this morning with you. This morning, today, Sunday. Numbers 35. I told you my quiet time is in Numbers. Yes. It's been two months. I'm still counting numbers. Numbers 35. And the Lord speak unto Moses in the plains of Moab by Jordan near Jericho. And and I pray, you know, that some of you will have this experience. Mommy, the Lord spoke to Moses in the plains of Moab. There must be a, you must note the places where God speaks to you. As a minister, as a shepherd, there should be places you go to, to hear God speak to you. Some of you, are you well? I see. The one you are not well, how, how will you look? Have a place and note the place. That's what I learned this morning. Yes, I, I've never seen it. I, I should note the places I receive certain instructions. Apparently, it's important. And if you keep noting it, you see a trend that this is like this place must be an action spot because certain places are cursed and certain places are blessed. But let's go on. This one is just, I mean, you're not paying for this. Verse 2. He said, watch it. 
He said, command the children of Israel. Note this verse. It's very interesting. That they give unto the Levites of the inheritance of their possessions cities to dwell in. And ye shall give also unto the Levites suburbs for the cities round about them. I'm about to explain something to you. I'm just sharing my quiet time with you. You see, the tribes of Israel everyone was given something but when it came to the Levites now let's read verse 3 and the cities shall they have to dwell in And the suburbs of them shall be for their cattle and for their goods and for all their beasts. That is, the Levites were the only group of people God specially made arrangements. God cared for them, gave them a place and even a special place for their animals. When you serve God, he takes care of what you will need, where you will sleep, not just you, where even your dogs will sleep are on the mind of God. That is, when you serve God, you become particularly important to him. If you were not a Levite, you would have to struggle with the other tribes. They were all given spaces. So you just have to go and fight with the others for, the, for, the, for, for a plot or half plot. But those who were Levites, they didn't have to go and fight with anyone. Any, but no, just by being a Levite, you had your own city and then they were given the suburbs for their animals. There is no tribe in Israel that had such a privilege. The rest were sent to their, like all of, uh, all of you in Dan. Your place is such a and uh, uh, Pombalesi. What you want to do there, go and do there. Go and manage yourselves there. But are you a Levite? Then you are, get, you are getting a city. And then there's also another area around your city. Even your animals are on the mind of God. Where your dogs stay is God's. So, 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 some of you in your, in, your, in your family, there will be nothing for you. I mean, think about it. If you, what does your father have? And then one day share it among the 17 children. What to be left for you? Even one bedsheet. I wonder if you have to share the bedsheet with your cousin. We must find a pair of scissors and slit it into two. But when you serve God, 
God prepares special places for you. One day you you build a house nobody has built before. One day, not even just a house. The life itself. I'm saying to you that your life is on God's mind. God takes note of the Levites. The Levites. The Levites. So you see that on your right. People are fighting for land in Sashabi. But the Levites, there's no fighting. It's like there are some special people with special things given to them. And, then, and, and you see, what, what thrilled me was that it was not just them, but also their animals. If you where their animals will stay, so where your child will stay, where you will be. I mean, God, God cares about the details of your life. It's the mercy of God for you. That's the mercy. That's a mercy. If you stop being a Levite, and oh, and I will tell you. So sorry, I forgot. To, the Levites were not priests, though. No, the priests were the sons of Aaron. Levites were like helpers in the in the temple, like temple hands. Some were in charge of the altar. Some were in charge of this. There, there were real priests in Kasoks. Wow. So this one is special privilege for Levi. You can imagine the priests themselves. What type of life they'll be living. The priests, you know what they were, what they were eating? They were in the temple. I, want, I don't want to spend time on something. When they bring the things for God, and then the priests, God will tell them, eat this. <laughs> Eat this. Eat this one and take some for that area to bend for this. <laughs> yeah. that, that, it's like people fed them in the name of God. They didn't own cattle. Levites owned cattle. Levites owned uh, beasts. Priests didn't own cattle. No, but they were eating more meat than Levites. No, it's like the priests have written a whole something on them. <laughs> the, their diet was like none other. Why? Why? Because the Israelites were told that you brought the best of your everything to God. The best of the animals came to God. The best of the things came to God. And when the best came to God, is a is a priest. <laughs> So, their meals were special diets. If you milled your oil, the best part of the oil was brought. So, as you are frying your fish with adrongo, the priests are frying with the highest grade oil. When you serve God, what God would eat is what you eat. Your diet is, is called the mercy of God. I don't know why you want me to sack you. But if that's what you want, I'll do it for you. You won't go. Okay. <laughs> Some of you in your real life, this life, you have nothing. Some of you would have died without building even a chamber and hall. But you watch the houses you will build before you die. 
Because you, the, the wisdom to build for God becomes your wisdom to build for your life. Ah, did God not tell Noah that the food for the animals you are caring for also becomes your food? Whatever wisdom you use, if you build nothing for God, you will build nothing for your life. What does the call mean? The call stands for his mercy. His mercy. That what should have befallen you is taken away. Just because you are. Other Israelites had to fight, find a place. Some were dwelling with their animals. But the Levites had their cities and then suburbs for their animals. What others fight and struggle for? By serving God, it becomes his mercy towards you to enjoy, I mean, what what others chase rather will chase you. What others kill for? People kill themselves to send it to you. I pray that you will not end up in a mental hospital after all this. I pray that the destruction that has been encoded in your genome will not express itself. I pray that the call of God will block the cases. I pray that the ministry and the wisdom and the graces and the anointing and the power of God you are playing with and you are managing and the power of God you are handling will also be used to destroy altars and, and, and ancient institutions that have been set up to, 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 to guarantee your downfall, to guarantee your destruction. I pray that the call of God, the call, will block a destiny of shame. I pray that because of the call, one day you will stand and you'll be different from your friends. Yes. When they say, this is your brother, they say, how? You look nothing like your siblings. I pray that the call of God will separate you neatly from the rest of the family. Ah, I said, because of the blood that runs through your veins, there are certain disasters you are also entitled to. But I pray that because, and, 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 and not, not just being in church, but you are also serving God. I pray that you will have something to show for the evenings you've been in church, for the outreaches you've done. I pray that you will have something to show. And that something is called the mercy of God. When there is chaos in your sister's house, there must be peace in your house. When there's confusion in your cousin's house, when their children are on drugs and they don't know what they are doing, your son will be singing on the stage. Your daughter will be preaching at the center. I pray that the call and the ministry will differentiate between you and the accursed members of your family. That's why to be called means to receive mercy. How can you die of HIV? And the call of God has come. I pray for you that you will not, you will not do the ministry for just 15 years. I pray you don't do the ministry for just 20 years. 
I pray that you will do this ministry and continue doing it and continue doing it and continue doing it till you end because until your last breath the enemy can cut himself in but I pray that it will be said that you were serving God till you stopped at age 60 and became a homosexual and became became a drug addict amadi gazabalaba anyone intending for you to be a mental patient because every other child in your family has become a mental patient i pray that it will skip you there's something called the passover the passover the passover the passover the passover and he said when i see the blood it's called the mercy of god the blood the blood stands for the sacrifices you make as a pastor the sacrifices you make as a shepherd. Remember, money you could have spent on yourself. You spent it to pay for buses. It shall, it shall, it shall, it shall reflect in your destiny. I said, it shall reflect in your life. I said, money you could have spent on yourself. You spent it to help other people. And I'm saying that that is called the blood, the blood of the Passover lamb. And because that blood is on your life, the evil that was meant to land on you passes over you to your next brother. Passes over you to your next sister. Passes of I'm telling you, listen to me very carefully. Evil is real. Wickedness is real. Treachery is real. But when you serve God, the blood of the sacrifice makes your life a Passover life. Evil doesn't rest on you. Yes. As it's coming towards you, it sees the blood of the sacrifices. I'm sacrificing to preach tonight. I'm sacrificing. <laughs> you cannot imagine what I'm going through right now as I'm preaching. How I'm even able to talk to you. You don't know the, 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 the ways and means I'm using to speak to you. Yes, but it's all blood. I said, it is all blood. Yeah, that's why I picked the microphone. I said, I will preach. I will force and preach. And I thank God I've, I've preached. Yes. And it's blood. Yeah, so when the angel of death comes... Ha ha. And you see that this man has sacrifices, has done this, has done this, has gone through this, has done this. Hey, yeah, yeah, there is blood on you. And that blood makes wickedness jump over you. Death jumps over you. It makes, it makes, it makes diseases jump over you. It makes destruction never land in your house. I pray that the confusion you see on your left and the evil you see on your right will not rest in your dwelling place. May your home be a place of mercy. Receive mercy. Ah, I said receive mercy. When wickedness is coming, may it come to meet a comment from God. Don't touch this one. My mercy is on this one. May the mercy of God be on you. Keep preaching. Keep building. Keep winning souls. Stay humble. Remain anointed. Chase the presence. Spend your life and be spent. Because it's blood. Every, ah, but don't we drink Coca-Cola and lift it up and say the blood of Jesus? Don't you drink wine made in, in Sawam? And, and what do you call it? When you leave the cup, what do you call it? The blood. Ah, it's blood. Then that center service you preached in when you were not well. 
if 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 Fanta can be called the blood of Christ, then I said that center service you preach in when you are not well is also blood of the Passover lamb. That's why I'm saying that when the when evil comes, mercy intervenes. Mercy intervenes. I now understand why in Isaiah 54, verse 17, it says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against you, thou shalt condemn. He said, For this is the heritage of the servants of God. Because when you serve God, you position yourself for special treatment, special mercy, where the weapons worked. Your uncle's house, your cousin's house. Your younger brother's house. Where the curse worked. When it comes to you. They see blood. Ah. Why is this blood? He was in pain and he was preaching. His heart was broken. And he was having crusades. Money he could have spent on shoes. He spent it on his members. He spent it basin. Say blood. Blood. Did you know that God sees the toils to offer him? He does. When Balaam was fooling, God counted the number of times he had warned him. Say, I've warned you seven times. That's why I realized that, hey, God, he counts everything. He counts everything. He knows the details of your life. He knows it when you go through pain for his kingdom. He knows it that you are here. He knows that I'm here. Yes, he knows I'm here. He knows you are here. And I'm saying that, what is mercy? Mercy is always someone's decision to overrule a judgment against you. It's always someone's decision that no, this one I'm saying that it won't happen. I pardon you. <laughs> I saw a young boy right now when I stood here. I saw a little boy pick a stick of cigarette, and just as he was bringing it to his mouth, he put it down and stepped on it. Somebody child. We're working that testimony. Manimo Sabaha. Madababa. Just when he's about to inhale the Indian hemp, something, somehow, he will just drop it and say, No! But he won't understand. <laughs> this afternoon, I was prophesying over somebody, and suddenly, I told him, I feel that the things I'm saying are not for you. And he stopped. His eyes. I said, I feel that the words I'm speaking are for your children. I said, I, I think you have a son. He is going to be in the ministry because of the words I'm speaking over your life. I said, there's nothing in this for you. Because sometimes it is a son's problem that becomes the father's problem. Mama Satabaka. I said, somebody's daughter will be dropping, will be dropping drugs that no more. You will know where it came from. A certain energy will come say, no more. I don't want this. Why? Because her mother was running about in Obojo. Her mother was running about in Medina. His father was roaming in the streets of, of, of Taifa praying. His sister was roaming the street of Sasabi praying. And I said to the God sees. Ah, mommy, 
Let's, let's discuss this. Let's discuss this. How is it possible that you will believe that when you go and hide in a room to sleep with a man, God sees. Nobody knows about it. Do you believe God sees it? Ah, then why do you think that when you walk through town winning souls, God doesn't see? That he only sees fornication. God likes naked bodies. So wherever bodies are, but how many fornications are you with naked bodies? Just drop your trousers. Oh, you seem to understand what I'm saying. I said, you seem to think that it's only when I, like, I go to my room, my office, look left and right, and I take beer, and I drink it, and I break the bottles, and throw it over the wall. Then I come, shall we lift our hands and bless the Lord? How many of you believe that God sees what I've done? Can I see your hand? God sees what I've done. So why do you think that when I'm in a room alone with somebody counseling the person, God doesn't see? He said, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is seen and will be rewarded, it's not in vain. Stop thinking that God only sees sin. He also sees righteousness. No, I'm trying to understand why you think that it's only when a pastor fornicates. Like, God sees it when, when I commit adultery. Do you believe God will see it when I commit adultery? Fully. But why do you think he won't see it when I'm preaching here? And I'm not well. Why do you think God, he doesn't see such things? So when you go on outreach, when you take your money to pay for Uber, and you go and have a center service and return with Uber. Remember that God has seen that sacrifice and will reward you appropriately. So when he's showing mercy, his mercy is not frivolous. It's based on something you've done for him. Especially when nobody in your family wants to live that lowly life. You are standing here lifting your hands, your, 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 your high society relatives. Who will come and stand here? You must lower yourself to be standing here. You, I mean you. I'm sure there are members of your family who think you are not mentally sound. I'm very sure. They may not tell you. Because when they look at you, no, 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 no. This girl is not sound. What they don't know is that you are earning the mercy of God. And, and, and my dear, there's a certain place in life eh? it's not education, it's not beauty, it's not money, it's not degrees. It's the mercy of God. <laughs> and when a judge has sentenced you to 10 years in prison, your money, your whatever cannot buy. A president has to say, I am pardoning you. Just go. I'm showing mercy on you. So there's a certain place what money cannot do, mercy will do it. What your background cannot do, 
mercy from the God you have served. I said, he will reward you. You won't believe it. That's why I say from here, from here, go and hide somewhere and pray. From here, go to your town and go and pray. Walk through the town and pray. From here, don't feel inhibited. When you are witnessing to somebody, don't feel inhibited. When you are gathering your members to a center service, remember that God sees and his salary for that work will be his mercy to override an evil that is intended for you. But because of the things, and he's a reward. He said, anyone who comes to him must know that he is and that he is a rewarder. Today, I'm saying to you that when God pays you with money, is the lowest salary. When God pays you with a car, is the cheapest you will ever get. His, his weightiest reward is his mercy towards you. His weightiest reward is his mercy to let an evil intended for your life jump over you. I say to you that in your case also, a thousand shall fall at that side, ten thousand at the right hand. It will not come near you. Reuben, serve God with purity of heart because he will reward you. Only with your eyes will you see the salary of the wicked. Father, reward them. Father, show mercy on them. Show mercy. I pray that every hand lifted will have the capacity to guard, to guard, guard the call, guard the call, guard the call, protect the call. Guard it. He said, you and your sons shall guard your priesthood. Lift your hands and pray that you will guard your priesthood. Takatuma, madiazi kabadaka, mama, 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 that your beloved will fall before the ministry falls. Your job will fall before the min- hey ministry. My God, I pray that you will, you will embrace it. It should be the last thing that will go underwater. The ministry should be the last thing that will go underwater. Lift your hands and pray. Mamasa, Malaba, Lamaza, Kekata, Ramaza, Lemama, Emina, Sebata, Madila, Ramaza, Ramama, Ramama, Mama. I'm explaining the call to you. I'm explaining the call to you. I'm explaining the call. I'm explaining the call that what you have is your mercy. Ha, if it drops, that is when you will see. You will see how evil will rush into your life. How wickedness will rush into your life. Magada Zata. Father, we thank you. We say, let your will be done. Lift your hands and pray right now that you will guard the call. Everybody. That it will be special. What are the things we guard? sensitive installations diamonds precious things let your hands and pray that you will add the ministry to the most important things of your life when you when you when you plant your your centers in in june you will be careful to guard it because if that center spoils something has spoiled in your life it is your mercy the call is your mercy 
The call is your mercy. The call. Pray. Pray that you and your sons will guard the priesthood. Pray. Yes. 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 Makatika. Katuma. Katuma. Kapaduma. Abiaduma Zima. Adiadada. Diadada. 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 Mama Sute Kati Mamaya Mama Ramama Sikatube Badia 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 Father we thank you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. <laughs>